Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I am your host, Homage the Lion Killer, a.k.a. David Castle. That's my real name. Coming at you live on this, the 9th of March, 2020. Just got a new uh, microphone set up. Well, I got the same microphone, but I just got a different audio interface. And I'm using the the pre the preset podcast thing on the on my digital audio workshop. So if I sound extra cool, that must be why, folks. Yep, things are getting pretty serious, as you can see. It sounds like I got some reverb going on right now. Hey, I'll take it. Sounds cool to me. I don't know if my S's are making sounds. That's annoying. I hope not. Sorry if they are. Uh, what's going on in the world right now, obviously? Coronavirus. Uh, watch out. Everybody needs to wash their hands. If there's one good thing that's going to come out of this, it's it's that people are washing their hands. Because, hey, as a man, as a dude, going, going to the bathroom and going to the bathroom in public places, a lot of people aren't washing their hands. Hey, sorry, guys. I got to... I got to snitch on you on this one. That's just disgusting. A lot of dudes weren't washing their hands, but now I see there's a noticeable change. People are washing washing their hands for a good uh, 15 to 20 seconds. I like to see that. Good job, boys. Hopefully the ladies are doing the same. Uh, and what else can you do? Well, you're gonna, you can go buy a bunch of masks and walk around in a mask. That's what the media wants us to do. Every it's It's all you see... On uh, on the news, in the internet, whatever. It's just all about the coronavirus and how we're all going to die. And fuck, obviously there's something going on. Where this disease exactly came from, I'm not quite sure. First they were saying Wuhan and China. And there's conveniently a bioweapons lab right there. So, you know, that's very likely. Or some people are saying it was made in the United States. And... Uh, that could make sense too, seeing as how so many people in China and Iran got it, because they're our enemies, or are they? Or is everyone part of the same global system? How can we even tell anymore? Uh, but what can you do? You just got to wash your hands. I don't know. They're canceling all these events. Big music festivals are being canceled. South by Southwest over in uh, Austin, Texas has been canceled. That was a big money maker for them down there, so kind of a bummer for all those people. And everyone who's into that and trying to go see that, that fucking sucks. But uh, what can you do, I guess? It seems like it seems like there has to be something going on with this. I mean, what is really happening, I don't know. Are they trying to use this pandemic as an excuse to slip in some sort of new legislation, some sort of new law? Are they trying to give us all a giant you know, round of vaccinations so they can inject us with their nanobots, smart dust, mark of the beast type shit, so they can see exactly where we go all the time. Neural dust inside of our brains so they can fucking control our brains with microwave towers. The technology exists, folks. Be afraid. Nah, don't be afraid, but at least be concerned. I'm, that's real shit. That stuff does really exist. Uh, the, the nanotechnology and the stuff that they can do on the nanoscale, that really is the new frontier of science. It's not really discussed much. I mean, you'll hear glimpses of it, but uh, people don't really understand how advanced this technology is and what it's really capable of. I've spoken before about the history of mind control and the technology that can be used to manipulate the brain. Uh, a lot of it goes back to a very clever, nefarious individual by the name of Dr. Jose Delgado. 
I th- he worked for one of the Ivy League schools. Maybe it was Harvard. Maybe it was, I don't know, one of, one of Princeton or some shit, something like that. Uh, he was a doctor, and he created something known as the Stimosiever. Stimosiever. Sorry, I can't talk today. Basically, what it was is a little antenna that you put into different regions of the brain. He had a famous experiment where he put a stimosiever inside of, of a bull's brain, and then he went to one of the bullfights in Spain and did this whole big demonstration where uh, he had this wild, giant beast charging at him uh, full speed with his horns down, ready to impale him, and then he just hit this button on this little remote control that he had that sent a signal to the stimosiever, just a regular radio frequency signal, uh, just like a radio works or your cell phone. And the bull just stopped in his tracks and was totally pacified, totally calm, because he activated the part of the brain that correlates to that and corresponds to that emotion, because everything that we feel, uh, our thoughts, fucking our urges, our sexual desires, uh, our desires for food, um, you know, different emotions, things like that. They all have a corresponding electromagnetic wavelength because at the end of the day, we are electromagnetic beings and everything is controlled by electricity. Electromagnetism, we are inseparable from that. We are that. So that's another reason why people should be concerned about radio waves and, and all the fucking cell phone towers and shit that they're trying to disguise as trees. You're not fooling me, motherfuckers. I know that shit's not good. And they're trying to disguise it as fucking pine trees or palm trees or whatever. <laughs> they have a really big one in Reno that I drive by all the time. And then they, they put a flag on it to make it seem like a flagpole. <laughs> it's like a three, uh, it's like a, probably like 120 feet tall. It's a big, thick pole. It's not like a regular flagpole that's you know only like a few inches in diameter. This one's like three feet across. And there's just all these gigantic fucking wires going into it. And it's so clearly some sort of electromagnetic fucking antenna or whatever, transponder, receiver, transmitter. I think it would be a transmitter. Uh, but yeah, they try to they hang a flag on it and be like, no, nah, it's just a flagpole. But who, who really knows what they can do with those things? I did read an article that was pretty interesting uh, about cell phone tower workers who got cancer. I'll try to find that. There's like hundreds of thousands of these people. And they they all started getting cancer. These these people who work for the phone companies are setting up these cell phone towers. Because they're high-frequency fucking towers, man. And they burn your skin. They eat away at your cells. The exact science of it, I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor. I just know they can't be good if they're trying to disguise them as trees. Use your brain, folks. Anyways, the nanotechnology and the correlation between that and and the towers, the, the Gwen towers, there's the Nexrad towers, there's your regular cell phone towers, and then, of course, they have the 5G installations that they're putting in. Uh, you know, the 5G especially, it's so close to, to the wavelength on which the human brain operates that it, it's really something we should be concerned about. We should We should be demanding more testing with regards to this technology. I think it's a giant fucking mind control grid. And and then some, you know, in in addition to tracking where everyone goes, what everyone buys, you know, all that shit. 
And in fact, the coronavirus is being used for that same purpose uh, to usher in, you know, stricter, strict, more more restrictions with where you can go and then trying to follow you and to determine whether or not you're at risk for having this disease. They can look into your phone history and see, because your phone's tracking everywhere you go. Same with your car. Your car fucking, they can see everywhere you go in that shit. Why do you think every new car has to have a backup camera? After 2018, that's a law in the United States that every brand new car needs to have a backup camera. It's so they can fucking tap into that shit and look at where you're going and see what's going on. There's so many cameras everywhere. Big Brother is always watching. And he's listening, too. That's why every car has the Bluetooth uh, Bluetooth shit going on. Because they're always listening. There's so many microphones and stuff. Same with your cell phone. Same with your computer. Another thing to be concerned about, of course, is your smart speakers, your Alexas and, and Google, whatever the fucks that they got out there. Uh, but that technology has been in your cell phones for so long, too. It's just, I mean, we've pretty much already accepted it as a fact in society. And we're trading in our our privacy for convenience, basically. no, Nobody's doing much about it or, or raising too much concern. It's just something that has evolved incrementally. I wouldn't say it evolved naturally. It's It's been introduced to us, this technology. And uh, it's going to be used to control us, man. We're heading into that social credit system where, you know, if you made some sort of edgy post about something if you went against the status quo and you actually thought for yourself for a change you won't be able to ride the bus or you won't be able to get a plane ticket you won't be able to go to the bar you won't be able to watch a movie whatever whatever it it comes to I think it'll be a lot of travel restrictions like what happens over in China Uh, but that's the society we're heading towards and are pretty much already in at this point And of course, the media will all, you know, they might hint on it, but for the most part, obviously the media is is a part of this giant beast. And it's just so ridiculous what they try to pass as news. It's so superficial and disgusting. It's all about celebrities and what the fuck did this bitch wear today? Her ass is so gigantic and shit like that. Just some very shallow, just non-intellectual garbage. Uh... (laughs) There's a, a meme that's been going around, or a news article. Some, I forget what news station it was, but they're talking about how uh, Mike Bloomberg dropped out of the race. And he was trying to buy the election, it's pretty clear. He spent about $500 million on advertising, which is a good chunk of change. It's nothing compared to the rest of his fortune. I believe he's worth at least like $60 billion or something. Who knows? Uh, so he spent $500 million, tried to buy the election. He's very unlikable, just a creepy, weird, fucking <laughs> unlikable dude. No wonder he stood no chance. You could spend as much money as you want, but when you are when you reflect that just nature that he had, it's, it's just, you're not going to win nothing, man. People don't like you. Uh, but, so they said that he spent $500 million uh, on his campaign, and then they tried to equate that with, that's enough for every person in the United States to get $1 million apiece. It's like, what the fuck? There's there's 350 million people in the United States, maybe. Maybe 325. I don't know. I'm not sure. Somewhere around there. But that's not the same. That'd be like $1.50 a person, not a million dollars per person. And this is how fucking stupid these motherfuckers are. That somebody had to write that up. It was a tweet that they like retweeted and then broadcasted on air and read it. 
as if it were facts. And they're like, oh, that's true. A million dollars a person. That's a lot of money. <laughs> and they actually believe, like, they don't think. That's how fucking stupid these people are. They don't even question. Somebody had to write that tweet, first of all, and think that was correct. Simple mathematics. You don't have to be a genius to know that 500 million divided by 325 million is not 1 million. It's like 1 in point something. But, uh, that's how dumb these people are. They're just reading off a script. They don't question anything. They're just brainwashed, stupid fucking zombies. <laughs> and they, they literally believe that. It's just whatever they read. So think about the whole system of this, too. Somebody had to make the tweet. Somebody had to introduce it as a segment for the show. It had to, The producer had to look at it and be like, okay, we can use this. That's good. You know, it's an edgy topic. You know, good, good uh, metaphor or whatever. And then the media people, the actual news anchors, had to read that and then think it was true. And it's just, it went through so many different levels. It never should have made it on air. But that's how fucking stupid they are. It's just, it's ridiculous. And we're believing them about the news. Like, these are the people we look to for information. It's crazy. So, forgive me if I'm not as upset about the coronavirus and I don't believe everything they're they're saying about it. And another thing to be um, considered with regards to this COVID-19 coronavirus thing that's going around is if it really is this pandemic and everything is so, it's so important that we contain it and it doesn't spread, then why are they allowing it to spread? You know, why aren't they taking the proper precautions to isolate the people who may be infected, to actually quarantine them? Think about that. How could they be making all these mistakes where people keep getting out and and infecting other people? Governments know how to do a quarantine. This isn't something new. They have things set in place. They have have precautions and stuff. They have programs, and they have whole systems in place to deal with things like this. So why, why are they doing everything wrong? Why are they allowing it to spread unless they want it to? And then we could get into... You know, the book that was written in 1981 that predicted this exact thing coming out, this fucking Wuhan flu motherfucker uh, from this book saying that like some... Oh, man, let me try to figure it out. Wuhan book, 1981. Zero hedge. In a bizarre coincidence... Uh, the book was called The Eyes of Darkness, uh, written by a guy named Dean Coots. He predicts a coronavirus-like outbreak and its origin. The book talks about how the virus, called Wuhan 400, was developed in military labs around the Chinese city of Wuhan from where it got its name. The top-secret information of the biological weapons program is later acquired by U.S. intelligence from a Chinese defector. The American military is ultimately successful in creating a vaccine which the Chinese could not. So, of course, the U.S. is the hero in that China bad. Who even knows if it really came from China? There's a stigma going around to where we have to hate Chinese people. Are they gearing us up for a war, folks? I don't know. Those poor Chinese people over there, too. Hundreds of millions of people under quarantine. But this is what they do. They they predict. It's predictive programming. They foreshadow events that they plan to take place later. The Simpsons does that famously. Back to the Future was big too with the 9-11 stuff. The Simpsons predicted Donald Trump becoming president and all kinds of other shit. Family Guy predicted the Boston bombing. 
one of my favorites that's just so weird is that supposedly Seth MacFarlane, the guy, the creator of Family Guy, and fucking uh, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, they were both supposed to be on a flight for uh, one of the flights that ran into the Twin Towers. I think it took off out of Boston. And uh, they were both supposedly supposed to be on this flight, but they both missed their flights. And then, of course, we all know what happened. The, these flights supposedly ran into the Twin Towers and everybody died. And then the Twin Towers magically fell for for no reason, like in an impossible way at free fall speed with no, not nearly enough rubble left uh, below the towers and the, the site of destruction. But uh, it just so happens that these two Hollywood megastars were both supposed to be on this flight. And then, uh, and then they made a movie together. And then they made Ted with a talking fucking teddy bear. And they smoke weed together. So it's just ridiculous, folks. The whole world is a stage as good old William Shakespeare slash Francis Bacon would tell us. That's a whole other conspiracy we're getting into, though. So... This is nothing new, predicting disasters and then making them manifest. That's old school shit. So with the coronavirus, hey, it's it's not a bad idea to stock up on stuff. You never know when the shit might go down. EMP, solar flare, fucking nuclear bomb, or mass pandemic. It's always good to have some water and apparently toilet paper is what everybody is worried about. Being able to wipe their ass. Yeah, to each their own, you know? Ah, the weather's been nice here, here in Carson City. It's nothing like it was last year. Last year was a big year for snow. I wasn't here. I was in Asia. But when I got home, there was a lot of snow. There's a lot more than there is right now. Just wasn't a big year. Apparently, they didn't want it to snow, as we know. If you listen to this podcast, the government controls the weather. The Air Force, or maybe it's a, a super government above the government. It's the Air Force, whatever. Who the fuck really knows, man? I know they're fucking with it, though. I see them spray the chemtrails almost every day here. I must be in some sort of a special location right here just for... It It, it must necessitate them spraying chemtrails where I live, like over my valley. Or maybe they're just targeting me. They're like, fuck, David lives down there. Let's fucking get him, that little motherfucker. He's trying to expose us. But uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm at the base of the Sierra Nevadas. It's, it's a difference in uh, the um, geography. You have California to the west coast with the ocean and then it goes across the valley and then you have the Sierra Nevada mountain range and then Carson City where I'm at is at the base of the Sierra Nevada mountain range on the eastern side of that so there's a, there's a big difference in elevation uh, between the, the tops of the mountains and uh, the high desert where we're at it's two totally different types of landscapes you have the forest and the high mountains and then you go to the high desert uh, which has totally different types of weather patterns Traditionally, it's supposed to be 300 sunny days a year where I live, but it's not anywhere close to that. And I don't even know how any semi-intelligent person could even fucking bust out that statistics. Statistic. I'm looking at you, my atmospheric science teacher from fucking freshman year of college, you dumb fuck. You don't know what's going on. Anyways, it's not it's not sunny that often because they're spraying this guy. They're, they're seeding the clouds... Uh, Dr. Marvin Herndon wrote a very interesting paper about that. He is a PhD scientist, very, very smart individual who postulates that they may be spraying coal fly ash into the sky 
and using those for for the uh, chemtrails to seed the clouds. And he it makes sense too, actually. So I actually read this one for my first time uh, pretty recently. You can find it on the internet. It was a peer-reviewed paper, but has since been redacted. They have like a fucking, <laughs> there's like a red stamp across it now that says like, I think it says redacted or something like that. Basically, they don't support it anymore um, because it was actually gaining, gaining steam, and he was a peer-reviewed scientist, very, very smart individual who was just spitting that real shit, and we all know what that gets you in this world. Gets you a podcast where you talk by yourself in your room, <laughs> and it gets you, uh, yeah, it doesn't get you much, but... Uh, that is the way the world works. So Marvin wrote this paper where he talks about how just the network is already there to transport the substance because coal fly ash, first of all, is a byproduct of burning coal to make energy. Uh, it's this very, very fine powder substance, and there's a shitload of it because we use a lot, a lot, a lot of coal each year just to make power. It's still our primary source of electricity generation. And uh, the infrastructure is already there to transport it, the trains and, and whatnot, because that's how they, they transport the coal all around. So you have this this very, this vast network across the United States, at least. I'm sure it's it takes place in, in other parts of the world, too. But I'm talking about the United States because that's where I'm at. It's what I know, and that's what I researched. And he just talks about how, you know, the infrastructure is already there, the, the network of, of transportation and whatnot to transport the stuff all around and it's extremely cheap and it possesses all of these elements that people are finding in when they do their tests of the rainwater after they see you know after the, they spray the chemtrails and then there will be a storm and then concerned individuals will go get the rain tested to see what they're spraying and then they'll usually come up with like aluminum barium strontium uh manganese or magnesium i don't know all that different kind of shit and these are all things that can be found in coal flash. So it's kind of like, okay, well, that makes sense. Maybe that's what they're spraying. It's cheap. It's plentiful. There's a network to transport it around to all these different military bases or whatever. And uh, load that shit up on a fucking drone or whatever. Because I've, I've come to that conclusion. I would assume, now this is just me speculating, that I don't think each chemtrail plane actually has a pilot in it. Or that it's like a Southwest flight or whatever, you know? I think it's more of a military operation where they just have like an autopilot drone type of system. That's easy. They, they pretty much these planes, these planes uh, fly themselves nowadays. So why would you even need to include uh, an, a pilot? Because you can talk to pilots, and most pilots don't even believe in chemtrails. I don't think they're all in in on the conspiracy. I think they're just that's what they believe. You know. Most firefighters probably believe 9-11 was done by Osama bin Laden. Doesn't mean it's true. Anyways, sick of the chemtrails. Those always piss me off. And it never fails to get me into an argument and possibly a fight. (laughs) What a fucking dumb thing to argue about. But that's just me. It's funny. It's just... it's. Something that blows my mind. It'll never cease to amaze me, just the existence of these things. You can see them up in the sky. There's like 20 big, thick, fucking white clouds that are crisscrossing each other, and they they spread out, and then they turn into cloud coverage. And you can watch it happen right in front of your face. I've seen it happen countless times, thousands of times. 
And people will still tell you that it's not true. They'll just say it's not real. They'll literally say that. I don't believe in chemtrails, as if it's a matter of faith, as if you're talking about fucking ghosts or something, that like or like Bigfoot, like something there's just you know very scarce evidence of and, and just hearsay. But we're talking about something you could just literally see right in front of your face, like a lot, at least where I live. But uh, and people just don't. They don't believe it. And they act like it's crazy. And the reason why is because we've been trained as a society uh, to be dependent on authority figures to give us information. Unless it comes from a teacher or from a newscaster or fucking Conan O'Brien or Jimmy Fallon or some shit. People just don't believe it. They don't accept it as being real because they need to be told what is real. They can't decipher things for themselves. And that was what our education system uh, trained us to do trained us to be like it was based off of i think it was a prussian system uh as a european system that was developed there by psychologists to to make a nation of not thinkers but of workers and that was funded by the rockefellers there's a really good book about it it is called the leipzig connection and it talks about the origins of the american school system and how it was changed in the i think it was the early 1900s late 1800s and you can go back and see the differences in in the exams that they had the kids take and how difficult that the older exams were just like damn these people were fucking smart and just how dumb this common core fucking bullshit is people are so fucking stupid now this society is a daycare man people are fucking retarded and just everyone's a fucking victim they don't even know what bathroom to use they don't know if they want to fucking chop their dick off and glue it to their forehead or or fucking I don't even know, man. It's just people, they don't know what to be called. She, he, it, that fucking, ugh. Not that I'm hating on anybody, you know, do whatever you want, but it's just, you gotta look at the grand scheme of all this and what's what's really happening. And then on top of that, something else that's very concerning as a human being is just racism. Like, what's up with fucking racism? Why is everything always about race? Like, this guy, you know, there's a lot of people racist against white people nowadays, man. I don't know if anyone's noticing this shit. But uh, it's like the white people are just all the devil. Like, like I own some fucking slaves or something. Or every white person is a slave owner or some shit. It's just ridiculous. Like, dude, we're all getting raped equally hard, no matter the race. I, I mean, I certain races are getting worse. I think, obviously, the blacks are targeted. Mexicans are targeted. The fucking... It's just so dumb, though. I, th- I think it's race is definitely being used to, to keep us against each other and and keep us from uniting and, and finding out what's really going on. You know, we don't I just think it's a very low it's a shallow it's a shallow thing to be concerned with race. I find it very annoying when when somebody doesn't like another person due to the color of their skin. Now, there are differences between cultures and between races, and some cultures don't mix very well. Uh, That's just a fact. People grow up with different fucking ideas about shit and different ways of seeing the world, different religions, and some people just don't, you don't want to put them with each other. They don't fucking get along, and shit doesn't work. You can't mix everybody up. And this this whole idea of diversity... And diversity being strength and, and integrating everything and all these people and how and just denying the differences between different people. 
I think has had a, a greater negative effect than it has a positive effect. And I'm not saying that, you know, in a bad way, it's just a fact. I mean, for example, let's take uh, the refugee crisis across Europe. So they have the Syrian civil war, which started in about 2011, I believe. They've bombed the place to shit. People are all fighting, murdering each other. It's fucking horrific. And then you have all these people who who are calling themselves refugees because their country's been destroyed and it fucking sucks. They're trying to get out of there. So they hike from Syria across Turkey and then now they're all trying to get into Europe because Europe is better. You know, it's nicer. It just is. You know, there's more opportunity. You get paid more and fucking you're good to go. But you got to understand that these, first of all, you can't use the taxpayers' money like from from all these European countries to help all these other people like across the world. You know what I'm saying? Do you see how people would be upset with that? They're like, wait a second. I mean, yeah, that sucks that there's a war there. First of all, the war we shouldn't be meddling in these wars anyways, because there's always some you know, America has overthrown like fifty democracies since like nineteen fifty, so we're always getting our hands in some shit. The politicians are rather in in the military. Making these wars fucking happen, create you know, destabilizing regions, causing these refugees, and then uh, and then the people are the ones who have to pay for it. Literally, they say, <laughs> you know, these people are down and out. They need our help, and you got to take care of them. You got to pay for them with your taxes. You got to house them. You got to feed them and clothe them, and this and that. And you got to accept them into your society, even though they have a totally different value system, a different faith system, and all that. And uh, it's just they're gonna clash. You see, and they're creating this because they're trying to destabilize nations. So you have, uh, and of course the politicians never have to deal with it themselves. They say, you know, they say we have to take care of these refugees. They're not taking any in in their fucking house, letting them sleep in the basement or some shit. Fuck no. Or letting them pitch a tent on their fucking lawn. There's no possible way. They're not going to do that. They mean you, the peasants, need to deal with it. And uh, that's that, what they say goes. So... What's happening in Turkey right now is is really concerning because Turkey had a deal with uh, the rest of NATO. Was it NATO? Or no, the EU, the European Union. This is all going towards world government is where I'm going with this, but I'll kind of explain the background. Uh, So after the Syrian crisis, which is still ongoing, there's all these refugees, and everyone's trying to bounce from the Middle East because it fucking kind of sucks there, you know? Not, no nothing against anybody who lives in that region or is from that region, but there's a reason why everyone's trying to move to the West. There's more opportunities. There's more money. Um, it's, a, it's a better infrastructure. There's more opportunity for growth and expansion. It's safer and all that shit. So, so everyone's trying to go to Europe now from the Middle East because you know they, they claim to be refugees. A lot of them aren't, though. A lot of them just want to leave, and they see the opportunity for this now because Europe is allowing so many of these people into you know into the region that they're like they're not even near the war zone at all but they they claiming they're claiming to be refugees in order to uh fucking immigrate to the to Europe to to a nicer area so you have all these people at the border of Turkey and Greece and uh Turkey made a made a deal with the rest of the EU that they would house the immigrants I mean the refugees and kind of take care of them, that they wouldn't let them into the EU, or wouldn't let them into Greece, which is like the first stepping stone to, to all these countries. 
And uh, they totally went against the deal. They're just letting him fucking, fucking barrel on through, man. And uh, it's pretty crazy. They just totally didn't hold up their end of the deal, which they got billions of dollars to do. Um, and actually, let me try to... Let me try to find this shit out. I could spray it with tear gas, blah, blah, blah. King Greece over migrants at border... Sorry, folks. I should have had this prepared, but I didn't. I'm going in real time, man. Uh, EU Turkey to review migrant deals, border tensions simmer. So basically, what they're what's happening is uh, you have all these people on the border of of Greece and Turkey, and all these people from these Middle Eastern countries that are like, "Fucking, we're trying to get to Europe, dude. We came this way, all this long way, and they're they're staying at like these refugee camps." which are like tent cities and they're, they're really ghetto and there's there's all sorts of stabbings and rapes and, and it's just not a good place to be. And even the people who are there, it's not like they're all from Syria. They're from Syria, Afghanistan, fucking you know, Algeria, or all different kinds of countries. And they're all just trying to go to Europe. And they're not all like actual refugees from war. It's, it's not like they all had their house blown up. It's just, you know, many of them did probably. And it's fucked up what's happening over there, don't get me wrong. But on the on the grander scheme of this, you have these these countries that are literally being invaded by people. And they're people of a different culture and of a different value system and of a different faith. And and then you got these people who live in like Greece and are right on the border here, they're like, Holy fuck, what the fuck's going on? They're just letting these people barrel through. So what it's going to do and what what the whole um plan is behind behind this immigration thing it's not like they're trying to help them you got to get that shit out of your mind completely that the government wants to help anyone or the the ruling elite rather uh it's not that at all it's just they want to destabilize nations they they don't want there to be any more like nationality or culture anymore because because what that is, it's like the last remnants of of people sticking together and there being like a, a unit. It's almost like a family, like a like a a culture and a common culture for a country is like something that's holding everybody together. And it's like a last vestige of um of unity. And it, it goes against like a world government. Basically. That's so if you ship in all these people from from different areas with totally different values and different ways of seeing the world. They're not going to get along and they're going to come in and they're going to want to suit the government of, they're going to want to suit the place where they're at to their needs. They're going to want to change that place. It's not like they're, they don't go there and play by their rules. They're going to get there and be like, well, we think this about this and we have our rights. So we're going to change your shit. And then it's going to create internal strife and fucking new world order. That's basically what I'm trying to say. You create the problem, um, you implement the solution, and then it comes to the conclusion that you had planned all along. So let's just read this thing from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. It says, EU, Turkey to review migrant deal as border tensions simmer. 
Uh, Brussels, the European, Union, the European Union and Turkey agreed to review a four-year-old deal on managing migrants and refugees in an effort to settle a dispute that sent thousands of people to the Turkey-Greece border in hopes of reaching Europe, top EU officials said Monday. Under the 2016 agreement, the EU offered Turkey up to 6 billion euros, which is $6.7 billion, in aid for the Syrian refugees it hosts, fast-tracked EU membership, and other incentives to stop Europe-bound immigrants. So you had all these people who were coming, you know, fleeing the the crisis regions, and they say that they're all Syrian refugees, but they're from all different countries around there, and they're just trying to get to Europe. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so the EU gave Turkey all this money to hold them there and not don't let these people through. There's we don't have any room, type of thing. And uh, they just they're just letting them through now. They went they went back on the deal. Yeah, they took the money and ran, basically. says, uh, the number arriving in Greece from Turkey dropped dramatically after the deal took effect. Because uh, the refugees were under the impression that they wouldn't be let into Europe. After talks with Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan in Brussels, European Council President Charles Mikkel, or Michael or whatever, said teams headed by the EU foreign policy chief and Turkey's foreign minister would work in the next days to clarify the implementation of the deal between Turkey and the EU to be certain that we are on the same page. European Commissioner, Commissioner President Ursula, Ursula von der Leyen said that during the talks with Mr. Erdogan, 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 I don't know how to fucking say that name, sorry. There was a clear focus on let's discuss what is fact, let's sort out how both sides see the past and how we have evaluate the EU-Turkey statement. The Turkish leader left without speaking to the media. Officials from his office described the talks as productive. Turkey hosts more than 3.5 million Syrian refugees, and Mr. Erdogan has demanded that Europe shoulder more of the burden of caring for them. So so Turkey is very involved in the Syrian war. Um, They're a big reason why there's so many refugees. They're trying to overthrow this government and fucking all that shit up. And... Now they're saying that Europe has to has to deal with it. You got to take in these millions of people, three point five million people. That's a lot. And like I said, these are people from totally different cultures, totally different faiths, totally different ways of seeing things. They don't necessarily assimilate into the traditional fucking way that you know these different European countries are. Just like I would, you know, like there's just different types of people. Doesn't mean they're any worse people. Doesn't mean they're any better. It's just they're not going to get along very well. And that's the whole point is to destabilize shit. So it says uh, uh, he da, 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 he has accused the EU of not meeting its obligations under the 2016 agreement, including failing to pay money prompts to Turkey to stem the flow of migrants to Europe. The EU says it is dispersing the funds, but also accused Mr. Erdogan of blackmail for waving migrants through to Europe late last month after dozens of Turkish soldiers were killed in fighting in northern Syria. Asked whether Mr. Erdogan promised to restart Turkey's efforts to prevent migrants from leaving the country, Mr. Mikkel said, what's in the statement and what's in the camp of Turkey has to be fulfilled. EU countries have rallied behind Greece, which is also a member of NATO, and described it as a shield protecting Europe's border with the outside world. 
Earlier, a high-level Turkish official speaking on condition of anonymity in line with government rules said the sides would discuss a possible revision of the agreement. It wasn't immediately clear if the review will lead to one. Mr. Erdogan had also expected to raise concerns over alleged violence by Greek authorities as they push migrants back to Turkey. So, yeah, uh, you can't really be surprised when when the government uses violence. That's what a government is. It, they have a monopoly on force, and that's how they get your taxes. That's the why they exist is because they have guns. So that's what they do. If you're trying to invade another country and go in there illegally, they're going to use force to uh, get you out of there. That's just common sense. That's how the world works, whether or not you like it. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's just the way it always has been for thousands of years. So it's nothing new here. And it's like I was saying about the coronavirus. It's um, If they don't want these things to happen, then why are they making all these mistakes and causing it to happen? You know what I'm saying? There has to be a greater agenda at work here where they plan for this, and this is part of the plan. Because the people in control of the world and the people in these these gigantic think tanks who actually write out the legislation for countries and they plan wars out in years in advance, they know exactly what they're going to do planned out for 10 years, for 20 years, for 50 years, for 100 years. They have all this shit planned. And they're specifically there to run different scenarios where they say, like, if okay, so if we do this and then this happens, then this will happen, or possibly this will happen. So they're running all these different scenarios and they're trying to you know, speculate as to the likelihood of something happening. So all this shit is planned out. And it's not just spontaneous. They're, they're, this is a fucking agenda. And uh, it's to, to destabilize the world and just completely redraw uh, the national boundaries and actually to do away with them. Like, there's no more national sovereignty. Everyone can go anywhere type of thing. But, which sounds good in theory, you know. It's it's all our world, technically. But it, it never works out in our in our favor. So, kind of crazy. We got another article here. It probably won't let me read it, though, because it's on fucking New York Times. They're the worst. They want you to sign up. Oh, will it let me read it? No, we gotta log in. Fucking assholes. Uh so I mean it's 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 concerning because there's just so many people coming in. It's such a mess, you know. It's such a mess over there. And it seems like they're they want there to be a war. Like Turkey is they're going against the deal that they made. And uh you know, let's not forget, but Turkey was a big reason for the World War One. Well, I think there's obviously some Illuminati shit, but you had Turkey on one side, the Ottoman Empire, and then all these, these, well, they did a genocide, too. Like, these motherfuckers killed millions of, I think it was like three million Christians. Uh, and it was a, it was a total genocide. It was the Armenian genocide there. And that was during World War One. Uh, they fucking just shot a bunch of people, starved them to death, um, displaced them, moved them, but it ended up being like three million deaths, and that was uh, a recognized genocide that occurred during World War One, and it, they targeted the Christians because they didn't fucking like the Christians, and there are a lot of Greek people that got killed too. So they've always been beefing. Like Turkey's always kind of wanted to like retake those islands in Greece because they've always claimed that as their land. And they never, like, 
like the Greek people. So we could be seeing a, a war over there, and then that could escalate into some big, crazy fucking shit. It's kind of scary, man. Honestly. Because... Doo, 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 doo. Whoa, what is this? It says... I'm just reading articles now. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just... I'm just spouting more propaganda for you guys. So we have another one from a very reliable news source, Fox News. Sly as a fox. Greece's Lesbos Island, because there's a lot of Lesbos there. <laughs> just kidding, all right. Uh, Greece's Lesbos Island migrant center set ablaze. Thousands of Syrian refugees arrive after Turkey opens borders. So it says, a fire broke out at a refugee center on the Greek island of Lesbos Saturday night amid tensions with Turkey over the flow of tens of thousands of mostly Syrian migrants. That's a, they say mostly, but there's people from all over. And they're, see, they're misleading you by, by saying that they're all victims, that they're all refugees, as if they all were like fucking had their house blown up, which some of them may have, and that's obviously that does happen in wartime. But these are people from all different countries, and they're using this as a mechanism to get into Europe and and bypassing the visa system and all these legal fucking things you got to do. You know what I'm saying? So it says, uh, mostly Syrian migrants who've tried to cross into Greece by land and sea last week. Flames engulfed the Swiss-run One Happy Family Refugee center Saturday night causing property damage but no injuries, according to Greece's firefighting service. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The center is located outside the island's capital, Mytilene, near the Karatepe refugee camp where about 1,500 refugees live. It served as a meeting place and offered school lessons, a hairdresser, a cafe, and a library to hundreds of migrants daily. So, anyways, that wasn't a very good article. The shit's going down. That's what I'm trying to say. This is all part of the big agenda, though. The the one world government, kind of new world order agenda that's going on where nobody wins. You know? So, the the Syrian refugees, the refugees, the people in the Middle East get fucked. Uh, the Europeans get fucked. The Americans get fucked. Everybody gets fucked. Except uh, the people at the top making all the problems happen in the first place, using the Hegelian dialectic, the problem-reaction-solution mechanism in order to cause the chaos and then bring in the ultimate plan that they wanted to begin with because it's a problem-reaction-solution type of system that they use. Uh, what, what can you do? Meanwhile, we have a presidential election this year coming up in November. I made a song about it, too, that's going to be coming out soon if I can ever get it fucking mixed in the studio there with good old Tom. Uh, it's called Vote Nobody. It's going to be a good one. But uh, people are so brainwashed, man. People literally believe that, like, some politician is going to save them or that they care about them. Like, Bernie Sanders cares about you or, or Donald Trump cares about you. And it's just not true. It really isn't. This, these people are just playing a role. As I said before, the whole world is a stage. And these politicians, these people that they set out there, that they, they hand-choose and they groom for these positions, they don't just rise up, you know, pick themselves up by the bootstraps and 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 become these, these world-known figures. They get groomed for this shit since childhood. 
They got you got to be sent to the right schools. You got to be part of the right club. You got to be, you know, playing into the game and you're just you're just a pawn in this game. And they know when to use who. They you know, like they know when to uh give us a black president. They know when to give us a white racist president. They know when to give us a fucking old Jewish socialist president. You know what I'm saying? It's like a video game or something or like a fucking or like a play, you know, like Shakespeare. So <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous to me that that people actually believe in this, but it's a fact of life. You know, some people are just, they really believe it. They think it's real. And it, it all seems very real. Because look at the, the elaborate, the elaborate display that gets put on for us. You know, you have all these newscasters, you have the debates, you have everybody talking about, you have these giant fucking buildings that are very nice and they all look very real and everybody in them looks very sophisticated. They're well-spoken. They have nice haircuts. They got nice suits. They got fucking briefcases. They got shiny shoes. Everything looks very legit, but it's it's all an elaborate con. And and these people who get into these positions of power, first of all, there's, there's only so much a president can do anyways. There's three branches of government. The president is the the leader of one branch, the executive branch, and then you have the legislative and the judicial. Most people don't even know that. Uh, so the president isn't like a fucking dictator. Uh, democracy is not quite like that. I mean, it pretty much is, but it's not supposed to be. Uh, but they, they, they act like whoever gets elected is going to like solve all these problems. And the president, the, the candidates act like that too. They talk like that, like they're just going to save the world. But they're not going to. Um, and there's just such obvious indicators as to like how they're not going to do that. For example, look at the chemtrails. Has any fucking politician ever acknowledged that? Or, or said something about it? Or, or fucking, you know, tried to placate society with regards to that? No, they haven't. What about 9-11? There's people, there's, so there's people who believe in 9-11, well, believe in 9-11, there's people who know how fucked up 9-11 was and how it was obviously an inside job, you know, and, uh, and yet they'll still like vote for Bernie Sanders as if he is not part of that establishment in that same system. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all the same group of people. Some people might seem better or seem worse. It's like the good cop, bad cop thing. They both work for the fucking police department. You know what I'm saying? It's two two wings of the same bird, the left wing and the right wing. It's all the same shit. But it's a show because they're t- they have to give us the illusion of choice. You know what I'm saying? If they just had a dictator who, who ruled over us all the time, there would be revolutions. That's what happens when you have a dictator and you have one person in power for 50 years. People get tired of that because they associate the whole government with this one person. So what do they do? They band together, they create an army or something, and then they run in and fucking kick that motherfucker out. They kill everybody and then replace him with another dictator who who says he's going to do better, but he ends up doing the same shit too. So they realize you could prevent revolutions by having an election every four years. At least for the president. You can have uh, senatorial elections in between that and, and whatnot. And there's different layers to the government, obviously. But you can avoid having that big, messy revolution where all these people die and it fucks up the city and the buildings. And it's expensive. It's bloody. 
And uh, it's just a mess. You know, they don't want that. They want to, they still stay in power. The same people are really pulling the strings up top. But you have the illusion of choice. You have different people you can vote for every so often. And, of course, they give you the people. Like I said, they groom them from a very young age to be very good actors and very good spokespeople and they they can seem sincere when they're supposed to be sincere they can make little jokes here and there and and all that shit but it's it's really just a way to prevent massive revolution because you create the hope in people's mind that hey man maybe this person will actually change something this time or uh oh we only got four more years left of this guy and then we're gonna get our guy in and our guy's the shit (laughs) it's just ridiculous man meanwhile what's happening endless wars you know, the war on terror, the government spying on everybody, spraying the sky with fucking who knows what, controlling the weather, massive mind control just across the board, blatant lying and, and just fucking craziness. You got all these school shootings and fucking just crime running rampant, running rampant, drug addiction, and all the opium is coming in from Afghanistan. And maybe that's why we've been there for almost 20 years now is because that's where we get all of our opium. You ever thought of that, folks? You ever looked into that? The ties between Afghanistan and the opium trade? That has killed so many people I know. Opium addiction is fucking terrible, man. But that's what the government gives us. They give us crack, AIDS, and opium addiction. But they fucking put a new talking head in in the front of the projector screen every so often, and so... uh, so we're cool with it. That's just fucking crazy to me, man. You got to look past all that stuff. It's an illusion. It's a it's a big show. You got to look to the things around that. The things just going up in your neighborhood. Look at all the antennas. Look at the 5G towers. Look at the cell phone towers that they're trying to disguise as trees. You should be asking questions about that. Why why are they doing that? Why are they trying to trick me into thinking that's a tree? And how long until all of the forests get fucking chopped down and replaced with shit like that? Wasn't there a book like that, folks? Was that Brave New World or was that 1984? It's kind of a mix between both. And let's not forget Aldous Huxley who wrote Brave New World. He was a part of that intellectual elite that was working so hard. The very well-funded intellectual elite that was working to create a scientific dictatorship that would ultimately control the world. And uh, it was a, a socialist type of movement, communist type of movement. And it's controlled by experts. Of course, they are the experts. It would be a scientific elite. And there's layers to it, of course. But basically, nobody gets to make their own decisions. And haven't we arrived at that point? Most people can't even, like, fucking go out to dinner without consulting their phone. You know, or or they can't look at the sky and determine what the weather's going to be like today. They got to look at their phone and see what the weatherman has to say, even though he's wrong all the time anyways. But, and then the fucking, the coronavirus thing. People got to be told how to wash their hands. Should be common sense. But people still have to be told that by an authority figure. Like I said earlier, it's the reason why people don't recognize the chemtrails because they have to be told to see them. They have to be told that it's real. Ah, it's a crazy system we live in, man. And there's no more privacy, that's for sure. The people being born right now, the kids, 
They will never know what privacy is like. They will never know what privacy is like. They'll have no conception of it. They're just, they're, they're always being watched. And they're, well, we're all doing this too. We're all displaying ourselves and putting ourselves out there. Like, hey, this is where I'm at today. This is what I'm doing. Fucking take a fucking selfie out here. And then and, and this is where I am. This is who I am. Because <laughs> we have to get that validation. We have to get that little stimulus. That little fucking stimulation, rather. I don't know the difference between those two words. But, um, yeah, man, the kids nowadays, they're born with a fucking smartphone in their hands, born with an, uh, an iPad in their hands, Alexa on the fucking table, doing whatever they say, giving them whatever propaganda that they have. And another thing with that, too, so it's such, it's fucking so crazy what's happening. Um, First of all, the books are dying. Regular printed books are, are going away, right? Everything's going on the internet. Well, right now we still have the computer where you actually have a keyboard and shit and you can like type things in and you can, you can, if you dig deep enough, you can find stuff. Now, the thing with the internet though is everything can be changed. Everything can be, it's like the Ministry of Truth from 1984 where they rewrite history and they, they tweak little things to suit the narrative. As of now. So they'll go back in history and change it and be like, oh, we were never at war with these people. We were always friends. Or the other way around. We were always at war with these people. They are always evil. That's what they did in that book. And that's what Winston, that was his job, was to fucking go back and change news articles and shit. Well, that's literally what the internet is. So if, if all of our books and all of our history gets put onto the internet and it's all digital, well, it can all be changed. Well, see, right now, at least we have... A computer where you can like type in and you can type in keywords and, and try to find that and you can look for multiple multiple sources of information. Like if you go to Google, which Google's a fucking terrible example. Google's like straight CIA type shit. But you'll have a list of, of explanations. You'll have like a hundred pages worth of shit. Well, if you're depending on Alexa or or the Siri or the hey Google type shit, then you only have one explanation. And that's the official explanation. So pretty soon it's going to be, you know, it's all going to go to that. That's, that's what I think is happening. And that's totally what seems to be happening is they're going to, it's just all about control of information. We had a good run for the internet about like 20 years, 15, 20 years where we could all talk and, and be free and have our shit shared and not fucked with. I mean, it was always watched and stuff. Actually, the internet was created by DARPA. It was created by the Pentagon. And they'll even say that on their website, that they created the internet. And it was created to get everyone's information, get everybody hooked on it, and hooked, stuck in the web. That's why it's called the web, the World Wide Web, which equals 666 in Gematria. Uh, w is the 24th letter of the alphabet, so it would be 24, 24, 24. Reduce that, 2 plus 4 is 6. 666, the number of the beast. They also call it the net because you get caught in a net. Same idea. You know, just like a, a fly gets caught in a web, a fish gets caught in a net. And that's what's happening to all of us. Um, they've used the internet to capture us all. And now all of our data is in it. We're totally dependent on it. Um, pretty soon there's not going to be any cash. It's going to be all digital. And boom, they can fucking click a button and then all the money's gone. All your money in your account's gone or your social credit score goes down. And they have all of your information. They know exactly who you are. You got Everyone's got their fucking trademark stamp on them and shit. Their ID cards or whatever. That's just crazy, man. 
I don't know of any way out, but this is for the people who who care. Most people don't care. Most people don't want to talk about it. Most people want to kind of just like live in this fantasy world where none of this stuff exists. Uh, and the reason why is it makes them uncomfortable to think about it. Most people aren't intelligent enough or strong, strong-willed enough to contemplate these type of things, which is fine, I guess. You know, everyone's different. You can't expect everyone to be a revolutionary or to be a truther or to be willing to go out on a limb and be different because for most people that's the most terrifying thing in the world is to be ostracized or to be looked at as being different or weird or something like that people are afraid of that shit dude they always have been and uh that's that's a tool that's used against us as well so even something you know as obvious as as the chemtrails in the sky if you are able to convince everybody that it's not real even though it's right in front of their face um, if you're able to make the person who is like pointing it out to them seem like a lunatic, then most people aren't going to believe in it because not everyone else does. You know, it's like a, the sheep go with the fucking herd type thing. So, you know, all the sheep are walking towards a cliff and then the one sheep who turns around is like walking the other way, like, fuck, I don't want to fall off of that. That guy looks crazy because he's not doing what everybody else does. And that's the society we live in. It's not all bad. I mean... You know, we're here to enjoy life, and I hope you guys are doing that. Topics of these discussions can be a little depressing sometimes, but somebody's got to do it. I'm still having a good time. I went snowboarding yesterday with my dad. It was fucking sweet, dude. Had a bunch of, had a few beers, a few tequila shots. Neither of us got very hurt. I'm a little sore today, but nothing major. Uh, My album's done. Silence is Betrayal, just kind of... Working on, I got to film another video. I uh, just went and bought a bunch, got a bunch more uh, shirts and sweaters made that I'm pretty excited about. So that'll be cool. Uh, you can hit me up and direct message me on Instagram, H0MAGE homage. Uh, if, you, if you're interested in something like that, you know, you get the uh, exclusive shit. Or if you just want to chat, you just want to say, hey, David, I love your podcast. You're so smart. How do you just talk in your room all by yourself for that long? Isn't it weird? Yes, it is weird. It is weird. (laughs) Just fucking talking to myself. What am I doing? Anyways, like I said, I hope everyone's doing good out there. Making the most of it, man. You gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Gotta just do what you can to make yourself happy. Stay satisfied. Stay smart. Stay vigilant. Don't take no shit, man. But you gotta be smart. Like I said, you don't wanna... You know, stay away from the hard drugs. You gotta stay away from those, man. Stay away from the slutty girls, too, who will ruin your life. Those are bad. I'm not pointing at anyone directly, but... And and for girls, too. For the guys. The guys that can't be trusted and stuff. You don't need that kind of drama. You're a gem, baby girl. Come on. You deserve something better. Something like me. Alright, I'm veering off of where I was going with this, which... I don't even know where I went. I don't even know what just happened. I just blacked out for that last hour. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hopefully you like the sound of my new podcast with my new interface. This was a test of that. That's why there's no introduction. I just went straight to it, fucking Joe Rogan style, baby. That's right. I will leave you with a tune at the end of this. So peace out. Thanks for listening. 
run with sense of goons Who kill the bodies I collect in tombs It's death and doom, tighten nooses and infected wounds I get consumed with evil darkness and become possessed I rip the soul right out your carcass and I dump the rest I'm nothing less than mad, exquisite and extraordinary See my opponents on your visits to the mortuary My sources vary from the Bible to the base edition My angels mad, I use the demon side to make decisions Satan lives in me, I tricked him, now his soul is mine He clashes with the godly half of me that's old as time I'm so divine that I made evil just to battle boredom I lack endorphins, you're unfortunate, I'm stabbing organs Rap is more, but not that gorgeous and it's not for kids If you ain't fond of it, then fuck you because homage is The raw shit, apocalypse, cause a vacant scene The consequence of being locked inside a waking dream You write your file chapter, you try to find this violent rapper Giant clappers fire and have him dying and flying backwards Body bagger, honey fucking studly money grabber Leave you bloody faster than a bunny fighting honey badgers Nothing matters in the ground with the bugs Might have felt emotion once, but I doubt it was love Drown you in blood, you're either going down or above My music might send me to hell, I'll be proud if it does How the fuck you gonna say that what you're writing is hip-hop? All the shit you rhyme is bad as grimy as kids, Bob Bet that you're the type to probably side with the bitch cops Or someone new will see his friend get jumped and then just watch Locked in the dungeon of unspeakable doom Drink the blood of someone dying as a leak from the wound I would eat you, but your body's way too weak to consume I'll defeat you because homage is more eager than you What? What? What?